Hey, it's Chris Reed with Keller Williams Classic Properties Realty and The Regroup. If you're tired of making your landlord rich, we're here to help you. With The Regroup, there's never a fee to you as a buyer. Our buyer representation is always free, and we look forward to moving you from where you live to where you'll love to live. Call Chris Reed at Keller Williams Classic Properties Realty, 614-317-5594. That's 614-317-5594. This is Dr. Buzz from Buckeye Anti-Aging. If you're a man, listen to me. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, you can get help now. There's a safe, non-surgical solution for your problem. At Buckeye Anti-Aging, we have the right solution for your problem. Every man is different, but every man will eventually encounter this. If you're a man that suffers from ED and the blue pills simply don't work, call Buckeye Anti-Aging at 614-600-2378 or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. Welcome to 614 Fempreneur. I am Michael Cheney and I'm here with my favorite business owner and Columbus real estate agent, Jennifer Kessel White. What's going on? Hey, hey, how you doing, Michael? Good. How's it going? I'm so good today. How about you? Awesome. I'm excited about this topic that we're going to talk about. I am too. I know you're excited. I'm very passionate about it. And that's why I'm excited because I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I apologize in advance for any cursing to our producer, Doug. That's okay. He can edit it out. Okay. There you go. He's good at his job. Okay. So we're going to talk about fear. Why, why is this an important topic to you? What does it mean to you? I think personally fear has halted a lot of people that I know's decision to move forward in life events. And it's something that I've faced too, in terms of just being scared to make the next move. Would it be detrimental? Would it be amazing? Um, Tragic, epic, all the words, right? So you think about that and it halts you. Um, There's so many things that I want to take away from this conversation with you and hopefully get to share with others because I think that maybe somebody can learn from the fears that we've had and kind of just let's get let's get more courageous, risky. Totally. And here's here's like my first thought about fear. Um, and, and hopefully this conversation, you know, might, you know, help people shed some light on some things, but it's like, what I've learned is that no matter how far, like I've gotten into my business, this doesn't go away. Like in the beginning, the fear might show its face in one way and later on it shows up in a different way or maybe even the same way. It's kind of like this lingering thing that is always present. So I think the challenge is to figure out how to manage it. Yes. And I, I have a couple of ideas on things that I do and have worked really well for me. And I'm so passionate about, um, so are you familiar with Mel Robbins? I am. Okay. Because of you. Yeah. Really? Because of you. Nice. Yes. Ah, high five. Well, fist bump Uh, on that one. Yeah. Fist bump. There we go. Um, okay. So I love her. She has the five second rule, which is that countdown five, four, three, two, one. And then you change your mindset. She's got an entire um, strategy on fear that I just find invigorating. Her thought process is fear and excitement are the exact same thing. They 
they bring the same reaction to your body. Right. You get super nervous. Your your body gets hyper. You start to sweat. Um, you feel My tons, face gets hot. Yep. You feel tons of emotion. That happens with fear and that happens with excitement. So it's more of a state of action that you can't control. Okay. But the one thing that you can control between fear and excitement and what happens inside of your body is what your brain does. How you react. How you react to it. So you can change the mindset of your brain to make sure that you take this could be a panic attack and turn it into a, this is pretty freaking awesome instead. Right. How you do that um, in her in her words, are to have a uh, the five-second countdown as well as an anchor thought. Really important to me, and it works so good. And it's, you use this? I use this, and it's stupid how okay. good it works. I want to hear um, it. Okay, so an anchor thought means that you're taking a scenario. Let's say, for example, um, I personally love to walk into a room of 100 people, and I'll talk to every one of them. Um, I will go network like crazy. I want to know everybody. I want to hear their story. I, I'm so excited for it. However, a lot of people get really nervous about that. I'm one. Yeah, I feel like you'd be one of them. I'm like complete opposite. Yeah, I know that. That's again. I'm a complete introvert. Yeah. And when I have to, I mean, my job every day is talking to people, selling, and it like drains me. I bet. And it's I, tough. I feel that vibe from you. So this is what one person would do in that situation. If you walk into a room and you don't, you're nervous yes. and you get that fear that's going on. Oh my God, am I going to mess up? What am I going to say? No one's going to be interested in me. I'm not good enough. Walk in there and first you're going to count down five, four, three, two, one. And then you have your anchor thought. And that anchor thought is actually just a thought of what the outcome looks like from this particular event that would bring you something positive, whether it be you pick up five new clients you uh, met 10 new people. You met the love of your life. It doesn't matter. Like right. it, it could be anything in the world, but you just have this thought process of, wow, um, I'm I'm going to go to this event and something amazing is going to happen. And that's this is what amazing looks like to me. Right. So kind of what we we're talking about, it's the mindset. So in this instance, we've got an event. You're kind of preparing yourself ahead of time, kind of training yourself what to think how to feel even yeah and so that is kind of her her approach to helping you have like a successful event or whatever situation you're in that that is tough for you I mean you can be nervous about anything it could be um I don't like to make phone calls I'll talk to anybody in front of their face any day of the week and I like I'll ring a doorbell. I'll do all the weird things in real estate that right. you can do. I've stood outside of stores, done it all. But the one thing that I hate doing is making phone calls. Really? I hate it. it. Makes me nervous. My okay. hands sweat. So then you just think of the outcome. Um, hey, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to make a phone call and someone's going to become a new client. And from that relationship, I'm going to gain a friend and referrals. And it's just going to be an amazing experience. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So like step that. one, again, though, is that five second rule followed by your anchor thought. And that's a Mel Robbins step that actually actively helps me. OK, that's even cool. if you're nervous about anything, try that one time. So props to her. Okay, I like Thanks, it. girl. Nice. Um, OK, so tell me, uh, let's talk about maybe some other things that we might be fearful of. And we'll kind of, you know, maybe keep it in lines of, of business and entrepreneurship and that stuff. But uh, throw something out there to me that you think that you've experienced that you're fearful of, 
fearful of when it comes to business or that others might be experiencing? So the biggest thing that I had was um, fear of failure when I first was thinking about starting my own career. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, let's think about this for a brief moment in time. You are going into a whole new territory, something that you're passionate about, because when passion arises, that's when fear and excitement often correlates with that. And the failure part is, I want this so bad. Right. What if I do this and I just can't get there or I fall on my face? So what do you do with that? Exactly. You know, I, I, when I went into starting my own business, I knew I've got a large problem with authority. Um, I do not, uh, yep. I do not like to take, I I don't like to take direction from anybody. Okay. So I was like, you know what? The only thing that can make me be a successful person, the most successful that I can be is going to be to be my own boss. How do I do that? What does that look like? Where can I get that? So I come up with my ultimate plan. Game on. Let's do it. And then failure. That fear arises. Man, this is going to be like the best thing ever. And what if I suck at it? Yeah. And then I, what? Think, I think like once you get going, once you have a little bit of time under your belt and, and you've you've put in a little bit of time, you you eventually kind of realize that failure is just part of the deal. Right. So I think for me, one thing that's helped me deal with that fear is just knowing it's going to happen. Yeah, because I'm sure you make mistakes, right? Don't all we the all? time, right? So are you a person that learns from their mistakes or that like hates on yourself for your mistakes? No, I, I, I will say that I think I can be kind of hard on myself, but in a good way. Like you're your own worst critic. I am. Yeah. And, and yeah, nobody's going to probably make me feel worse than myself, but I'm also the first person that's going to come and say, okay, you got this, pick it up, you can do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the balance they have to create. But I, I think like for me... Fear or failure is almost inevitable. Like you're going to mess something up. Something isn't going to work. You're going to, it it can range multiple levels of of, of how how bad this could be. But I always just come back to the fact that I've gotten this far. I can keep going. I can do this. And I think that comes back to that mindset that we were talking about. You have to figure out how to balance the fear of failure. It's going to happen, right? Have you failed at all? Oh my gosh. I love talking about my failures. I will talk. I, I like to teach at uh, my office with new agents and just tell them all of the things that I've tragically messed up. Yeah. And Hey, that's okay. Because then I will never do it again because I like to do like a one and done. Yeah. Let me fall flat on my face. And then I got it from here. Get up and keep moving. Right. Um, but I am also so hard on myself hate judgment. Um, So when you go into a new business and you're doing something like starting your own company, you want to make sure that everybody looks at you and goes, man, like she's nailing it. Right. But at the same time, your fear fear of failure is debilitating towards you. Totally, It could be. I guess that's the trick is to not allow it to hold you back. You've got to keep making decisions, even if they're wrong. It's the only true way to learn how to do things better, I think. I agree. And you know what? I just to like touch on the failure, I'm going to go complete opposite with you because I feel like fear of success was something that was huge for me, too. Okay, now that is a big one. And I've heard a lot of people talk about that. So I want you to shed some light on that, because at first people might think, like, why are you afraid to succeed? succeed. Isn't that why you're doing this? Right. No. Yes. I mean, (laughs) of course, that's why you're doing it. But at the same time, 
you have the opportunity to grow as big. Actually, I know so badly that you have a huge fear of success. I don't know if you know it, but you fear success a lot. As we've talked about all of our different business plans, dreams, how big we want to grow, and you are petrified. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. And so what that looks like is you're like, I've often heard you say, Jen, I don't know if I can take on this much more business. I don't know if I have the the staff, the capability. I don't have the team behind me. I don't have the accounting systems. I don't have the things to get me this big. And I'm like, get me as big as possible because uh, I'll make it work. But when it comes to the end, and you were just like, uh, let's well, let's hold off on yeah, that. Yeah, no, so I do remember that conversation. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think you caught me at a time when I was kind of brainstorming and probably yep. doing a little brain dump on you. But I think that it's good in some regard to have some fear, whether it's success or failure, because it allows you to check yourself, right? And make sure that, that you're thinking through some decisions that should be thought through, like in yeah. my case, growing too big too fast in the industry that that I'm in can ruin you, ruin your reputation. But make no mistake, I want No Drip Painting to blow it out of the water oh, and no be drip the painting. painting company in Columbus. So, so, but I'm with you like, but, but there is, there is a fear of, 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 you know, how big, how much money, um, and making sure that you can handle it. Yeah. So that's when I started, I had a fear of success. So not only fear of failure, but then add that on with a fear of success. And why, like why, what were you afraid of? I was afraid that what if I did so great and then. Um, we're just, I'm not keeping up with the numbers. I'm not doing the right things. People are starting to be disappointed because I am so busy that I can't give them the time and attention they need. These are things that happen to me all the time with the LKW home team. Right. Um, We are constantly going through the motions, being a new new business um, together that has merged. And taking on a partner. And taking on a partnership. Working that So angle. we are just figuring out like, oh my gosh, we're so busy. We need to sit down and go through our numbers. We need to sit down and get our goals aligned. Right. Because right now we are just like actively moving so quickly and thank, you know, thank everything exactly. because we're extremely successful. It's been the best thing. But it's like this machine that yeah. gets going. And then you're like, and then oh, there's don't no let stopping. it fall behind. Exactly. Because then someone's going to end up disappointed because you're just like, I'm slammed i got right. nothing i didn't know i didn't do that i was supposed to do that a month ago i exactly I'm too successful what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i think that's definitely a big one but it is um also how about another thing that i that i think of when i think of fear is fear of change do you think you yourself as a person has changed since your business has grown for sure but here's what i'll say for me fear of change hasn't been a huge fear. I've got others that, that would top the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why it is. I, I don't know if because I kind of my whole life, there's been a lot of changes, you know, starting with changes when I was young and my parents getting divorced. I feel like I'm pretty good at adapting to change. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that change doesn't bother me, but that for me would not hit the top of the list. Does, does it kind of hit hit up there for you or, or what? So not personally, but um, what I can see that would happen when people do have a fear of change 
is what is going to happen when my business develops? What is going to happen when I'm not able to stay at home with my children and give them the attention that they need because I just started a business? What happens if I'm not the best friend that I was because I... So you're going to change as a person. You're you're not a great family member all of a sudden, or you think that you're not because instead of spending Saturdays and Sundays with your family, now you're doing things that are providing your that are growing your business or out hanging out with friends because you know it reminds me of you know what a lot of entrepreneurs say is how actually lonely Mm -hmm. being a business owner is oh my gosh it really is so true it's so true it is it is because just like we've talked about it before you just sit up on your computer at night and you just are grinding all the time to try and make it the best and it's it's definitely it can, it can be yeah. lonely and then at the same time you're like am i being enough for everybody around me right am i failing at that yeah that's you know a, that's so. a hard one that's a hard one to balance so yeah. i'm with you on that i'm with you on that one mm-hmm. um what about you know i think this is a big thing now i always think that this is big for women um and since this is a female entrepreneur show it's fitting to talk about this but Please what about do. the fear of not being enough i i, I feel like like enough guys don't struggle with that just enough for well like you're saying your family yeah your friends for yourself for the industry you're in uh i mean like for me i don't know that i necessarily struggle with this but i can see how sure it can be a big thing um you know like i'm in an industry it's a male dominated industry mm-hmm. i don't know any other really female painting companies at least it, it where I'm at. you're baller. You know it. Um, but, you know, that is, I think, just being a fear of not being enough, not knowing enough. I feel like that right there could be one of those tipping factors that if you can get that out of your mindset, then sky really is the limit. So it kind of reminds me of the whole thing. And I'm such a big, um, I, I'm so torn on the phrase fake it till you make it that it's like my least favorite and best phrase sometimes because sometimes I just want to say hey if 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 you don't feel like you can go into this position and do it all the way or you're not you're always waiting to be a hundred percent ready you're never going to be a hundred percent ready so fake it until you make it but I think like I would flip that saying around and just say make it while you fake it I think Mm -hmm. that would be like something that would look different but while while you're making your business work and while you're doing everything you can do, yeah, some of it you're gonna have to push through. You don't wanna be you don't wanna be the person that's sitting back going, I don't know, so I'm just gonna or I'm afraid. Right. So but at the same time, sometimes you are gonna have to push through that and be like, I'm gonna find out and I'm gonna get this. Right. I, so I I hate it and I love that phrase. I think you just coined a new phrase. Make it while you fake it. Right. <laughs> I like it. Um, Someone get me a t-shirt. I love my (laughs) t-shirts. So what else? What other fears creep in when you're doing things, you're trying to grow this business, you've got a new partner, you're blowing it up. What what else creeps in there? Totally fear of being wrong. Mm -hmm. 100%. So what are you doing when you're starting a business? You're, You're making big moves. You're making very strong decisions. And when you say big moves, what do you mean? Like financially everything um, you're making financial moves and and also that's huge too because think of your financial moves that you're making in an entrepreneur 
scenario. Mm -hmm. These are going to be moves that will literally make you or break you while you're picking advertising, marketing dollars, where to spend it. Um, So fear of being wrong is huge for me because now you're not just affecting um, your own life or when you work for somebody else. If you were wrong, you were like, you still Damn, get your my, paycheck. My boss is going to be pissed yeah. at me. But, but you still get your paycheck. Yeah, and prior rail absolutely. And so that's that. But then if you make that decision and it's the wrong one, and I've made some horrible advertising and marketing decisions where I've spent a lot of money in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously, like I said, I love to make mistakes. Right. But also it burns, you know. Yeah. When you know better, you do better. Oh, yeah. I think Oprah said that. Really? (laughs) If not, she's going to be so mad at you. Uh, But no, I think you're right. Like the fear of being wrong, especially when it comes to money, because once you start making money, Mm -hmm. then you have a lot of other decisions to make that you probably haven't ever made before. Oh, yeah. Well, that's completely happening to us right now Um, in in the real estate business where we're having this great outcome, very successful. Things are going wonderful. And now we have the money to say, like, what's our next move? Right. Where do we put this money? Uh, and then deciding on what to do with that. And wait, should we not touch that money? Because exactly. what's going to happen? Is the market going to shift? What What is it going to look like in a year from now? Should, you know, and figuring yep. that out. And so fear of being wrong is just splattered everywhere. But um, ah, it kind of brings me into... My absolute favorite um, quote is from Gary, Gary V. Gary V. We love Gary yes, V. Yes, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm not going to curse, so don't worry about it, Doug. Um, and he just talks about being a, a pioneer. And he says, if the pi-, he said, the pioneers, they never knew if the berries were poisonous or not. You had to taste them and figure right. it out. And for me, I'm like, be an innovator. Don't be a, you know, don't copy somebody. Just do something that's different. And if you are wrong, then that's fine too. Because guess what? Get up and right. figure it out and do something else. You know what? I like that. But you know what? How do you figure out how to do something different? Like, let's take the real estate business because you're in it. Yeah. It's been around forever. There are, I mean, I know a real estate agent who has been an agent for like 50 years, right? Mm. So he's probably seen everything. How do you find the inspiration, the motivation. How do you make a, how do you find something new, different than what everybody else has done? So I think that in all honesty, you have to put your personal life and yourself out there and get a little bit gritty with it and get a little bit, you know, uncomfortable. I'm fine with the fact of just filming myself making mistakes or, um, talking about the fact that it looks like I am while I'm doing an open house video, it looks like I have a double chin <laughs> right. or whatever the case may be. But those those are things where people will find you relatable and funny. So I want to do that. I don't want if you're not doing something different, nobody really cares. I mean, what the, this whole world and its growth is based on figuring out a better way to do what's happened for all so long. Right. right? Yep. So that's all I can say. Okay, so so you're innovative. bringing up a really good topic because I, I know you're like the queen of social media. Stop, At least you know what? I think. I think you so. You can stop that. You no. like when I say that. I don't. No, <laughs> I have to be so much better at it. I've been, unfort- this is another thing. I've been so busy that I haven't been great at social media. I haven't put but my time into it. you do a good job and you do a good job because somehow you're getting over the fear of looking 
I don't know, stupid, maybe yeah. whatever. And I've we've talked about this before, but how do how do you overcome, you know, making these videos, taking these pictures and really putting yourself out there? Because for a lot of people like me, like, you know, I'm just not the video person. I'm not the social media uh, person. I don't want to put myself out there. How are you just okay with it? Okay, so here is my advice. When you are an entrepreneur and you are living a life where the only way that your paycheck is going to come in is based upon you, you really have to make it work. So what are your options? Is your option to just say, I want everything to look pretty and, and everybody think that I'm perfect and, you know, just do what all of the other people are doing and follow that pack. Do you think that's going to get you successful and out of and, and ahead of everyone? No. What will get you ahead? You might be able to maintain, but what will get you ahead is by taking exactly what happened and doing something different. So for me, all I want to do is show people that it's real and it's not, you know, it's not glamorous and we're not always making money and I'm, you know, soaking wet, putting signs in the yard and there's mud all over my shoes and I'm walking down a 55 mile per hour highway to throw a sign on some land. Those things happen. And it's, it's just, you know, like, and you're just cool with it. I'm just cool with it because you always, um, so when you have no other option to succeed and to be different and to be different and to do the only thing that you can to get money, you're willing to do it. You have to, like I said before, we had, I had three months to get, to figure out if I can get successful in real estate. And if I failed, I was going back to my previous industry and that was the deal. So you were willing to just give it a shot. Yep. Awesome. All right. Good deal. (laughs) Well, I guess that means I have to show my double chin on some videos. Oh my gosh. We'll see. We'll see if I get I there. got a good angle for you, girl. I'll put it up there for you. All right. I'll, I'll have you help me with that. Um, any other final thoughts on fear and um, overcoming it? I like, I like the tips, the strategies you gave earlier. Um, anything else we can throw out there? So the only other thing I want to say is I know you have a problem with the fear of saying no. A little bit. You know, I think that what happens is you don't want to disappoint people. You uh-huh. want to meet their timelines. That's what we're up every single day in, in my work. Um, so that has been a learning curve for me. Great. So I think that it, it's funny because I don't have a problem saying no. I can look at somebody and be like, that's not in my timeline. For some reason, I'm not surprised. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But I'm not surprised <laughs> here either. You, I know that you probably, like, is it a people pleaser thing or is it a thing that you no, just want? I don't think it's a people pleaser thing, but we'll, we'll diagnose my <laughs> uh, psychological makeup some other time. Um, no, I think it's just wanting to do a really good job for people. Yeah. Um, and I, and I've gotten better at it, but I know that people, you know, business owners or what have you, especially in the beginning, you want to please everybody. Maybe I am a people pleaser. Um, and you don't want to say no, you want to, you know, meet their deadlines. You want to, you know, produce this amazing work for them or, or make sure you get the sale or whatever it is. Mm. Um, so I think that that's certainly something that some folks could struggle with. Do you like that my um, shoes have been on the table for our entire uh, I didn't experience even here? Yes, I had to. I'm sitting Indian style, so I had to put my. They are right um, there. They're right there, and I think everyone can see them. Okay, so well, at least they're those. cute. They are cute. Thank you. Okay. Um, Any final words? I don't know. You know what? Fear. We will. <laughs> we will. We will cover this topic more because it's a big one. Okay. Absolutely. Until next time, we appreciate everybody listening to 614 Fempreneur. Jen, one time, can you share the email address? I'm going to share the email address like such a boss right now. It is 614 F E M P R E 
N-E-U-R at gmail.com. You nailed it. All Thank right. you. Peace. been listening to a Morris Media production. This is Gus Whiteside with Whiteside Chrysler Dodge Jeep. While we don't have giant inflatables or loud voice screaming end of the month blowout sales, we still have a good selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs. Without the games and the gimmicks, if you're looking for sanity when buying a vehicle, come see me. Take a short drive to Mount Sterling. It sounds further than it drives. Or call me at 800-232-JEEP. We're online at whitesidecars.com. Whiteside Auto, it's not a dealership, it's a destination. This is Dr. Buzz from Buckeye Anti-Aging. If you're a man, listen to me. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, you can get help now. There's a safe, non-surgical solution for your problem. At Buckeye Anti-Aging, we have the right solution for your problem. Every man is different, but every man will eventually encounter this. If you're a man that suffers from ED and the blue pills simply don't work, call Buckeye Anti-Aging at 614-600-2378 or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. Have you been wondering if dental implants are right for you? I'm Dr. Philip Katz, owner of State of the Art Smiles. If you want to replace missing teeth with affordable dental implants, call us today at 614-362-9000, starting at only $97 a month. Yes, for only $97 a month, you can replace missing teeth with affordable dental implants. Book your dental implant consultation and smile with confidence again. State of the Art Smiles offers affordable dental implant options for every smile. StateoftheArtSmiles.com.